Would y'all like to have a final episode of the podcast? Yeah. Sounds pretty dang good. I can't good. believe we did that. We just I, fucking destroyed Sephiroth. Hell yeah. I can't, I can't believe it. I wow. can't believe Cloud, you've done you know, this. So much, for, so much for the tolerant avalanche. This is the uh, Every FNFF podcast, the final episode of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Got no jokes for it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, get right into it. I'm letting it sink in because it's, right. it's crazy. We've been doing this shit since June. June. June 21st, I think, is when our first. Really? Yeah. I mean, if anyone's listening to this in the, in the future, which by the laws of time, you will be. <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean like years down the road or something. That's going to make no sense to you. But that's, that's been what? How many fucking months is that? It says June 21st because that's a Friday, but we actually published it on the Wednesday before. Oh, goddamn. Oh, but because of my OCD, I really wanted to also be on a Friday. <laughs> I love it. I love so, it. so retroactively, it was posted on Friday. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, what, seven months ago, we were recording in my hot fucking room upstairs yeah. that we had to take breaks for every couple of minutes uh-huh. to, like, turn the AC on. <laughs> to turn the AC on and let it cool back down. Speaking of, I'm going to turn the heater off. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm like, we've, we've, like, done a lot over the past several months yeah like different locations yeah i'm excited to not have to talk to any of you all ever again. <laughs> ever ever, <laughs> ever, again. ever again we've been to everyone's house it's kind of nice yeah yeah we yeah we podcasted at everybody's house hell yeah so listeners send us a donation so we can get a studio yeah oh i thought you said send us a donation so we can do it at your so house. we can buy a house <laughs> <laughs> so we can do it at your house yeah you are not allowed to be on it but we will do it at your house. <laughs> yeah right that's our like our top like tier like donation like incentive or whatever <laughs> donate enough we'll come to your house and eat your food and podcast there you cannot be on the you podcast you will not be on the podcast yeah we will not accept sausage as a pizza topping at your house i, <laughs> I will <laughs> Actually, I probably will too. Yeah, also, I won't accept. I don't also, like green peppers on it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, pineapple is fine on pizza. Who get over it? <laughs> who in Avalanche likes pineapple on their pizza? Barrett, because he has a complex palate and he's not a fucking coward. That's true. <laughs> I believe it. I was gonna say Barrett. Yeah. I don't know why. It was just like an intuitive thing. <laughs> I don't think Red. I don't think Red likes. I don't think Red. Red eats pizza. I don't pizza, think he's gonna definitely. eat pizza. Yeah. No. Yeah. If, well, maybe. If he does, he's either going to eat like a veggie lover's or like straight cheese. Yeah. He's got like a, a margarita. Peanut, no, yeah, peanut, margarita pizza. Peanut butter pizza. I don't know. Now I'm just thinking this of This is going to be another listicle for later episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just th- now I'm just thinking about giving uh, Red 13 some peanut butter. <laughs> so he's just constantly like like trying to get it out of his mouth. Yeah. And, and you can make it look like he's talking, even though he fully knows how to talk. I also like the idea of like, he's like just like barely holding this like thing of peanut butter and his like tongue's going into it trying to, trying to get some stuff in the corner, but he can't get it. <laughs> he has to use his tail to soften it up. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Um, what were we doing? Yo, fucked Sephiroth up. That's <laughs> yeah, what we just, we just fucked did. Him up. We fucked, fucked him up. Good. Mind Sephiroth. <laughs> the Sephiroth of the mind. <laughs> we got him, ladies like, and gentlemen. Yeah. We got him. <laughs> and then that's it. No, no other problems to be had. No. Well, not that we can like control anyway. I yeah. Guess. At this point, it's like we've done all I can, all we can. Yeah. I think I Cloud said I as much. Credit. I don't know why yeah. I took credit for it all. <laughs> like me. Hey. 
it's it's like one of the credits at the end of the game. It says, and you. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah and me. <laughs> You're like, right. Who shot Mr. Burns part one? <laughs> yeah. well, I can't solve this mystery. Can, can you? you? <laughs> no. just zooms out and he's talking to Chief Wiggum. Yeah. It's like, I, I give it a so. shot. Like, yeah, it's, it's my job. It's my <laughs> job. <laughs> Ooh. All right. All right. So we fucked Sephiroth up, and from now on, it's just a cutscene for the rest of the way out, right? Yeah. Like 3D models and everything like that, which also means that it's the last time that we see Vincent or Yuffie. Yeah, like we ne- we uh, just don't see them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess makes sense. They're optional characters, so they yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, wouldn't the, have rendered them. Especially because, like, I feel like, especially, like, late in the development cycle, we've kind of talked about how the production of it might have gotten a little... And it could have just been on the localization team or whatever, but, like, you know, there were more typos, there's kind of more yeah, you know, like weird stuff and, like, inconsistencies a bit. Yeah. So it makes sense that they wouldn't, like, necessarily do the exact Craft. same scene yeah. and, like, dedicate space for it for both, like, Yuffie Four and Four different Vincent. times, like, yeah. neither of them, one of them, or both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Or Yeah, one or the other, yeah. yeah. So I mean, a four-disc game. They're just, <laughs> they're just hanging out like slightly, the disc game. slightly out of frame. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the cutscenes with uh, Yuffie and Vincent are on disc four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you need to unlock. Uh, you have to have Aerith in your final you have to, to have unlock. A, you have to have a relative working at. <laughs> I was going to say at Nintendo. <laughs> no, at absolutely. Yeah. It's like um, the Intellivision where they would sell you an overlay that you put over the screen. So it would just have Yuffie and Vincent on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know them well. I. Uh, when we were kids, my dad got us an Intellivision from like a uh, like thrift store or something, and we were like so excited. We're like, "Holy shit, a new video game console!" And we were like playing Burger Time and stuff. But like, if you didn't have those weird like things that you sl- slid over the controller to like Ooh, know what yeah. the controls were, you just had to guess, and you basically just had a TV remote in your hand. <laughs> so we were like, "Okay, I think this is how you do this. I think this is how you deploy the pepper in the <laughs> Burger Time." Yeah, Intellivision yeah. sucked. <laughs> Maybe we'll see Pepper get deployed at the end of this FMV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so after we beat uh, Sephiroth, Cloud's just standing there in that black abyss or whatever. Yeah, it's cool. And, like, uh, Sephiroth, like, bursts into oh. light. And then also, like, weird red energy that just, like, dissipates He out. gets absolutely fucked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> get fucked, Sephiroth. I like, too, how, like, shit. Cloud just has, like, a little, like, a little bit of blood on his face. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... Yeah, he didn't. Well, yeah, it, it's to make room for the uh, the possibility that he attacked you and then you counterattacked like yeah. in your game. <laughs> he gave you a quick. Or hit. like during Omni Slash, he just barely hit his forehead yeah. with his sword. He's like, ow. Yeah. <laughs> it's very uh, American Psycho. Just like one little. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Cloud is really into. Um, I was to say Hans Zimmer. Who the fuck is he into in that movie, American Psycho? Uh, Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis, Lewis, thank you. And the news. Credit where credit's Han, due. Han, Han Zimmer in the news. <laughs> Han Zimmer in the news. That's the power of love. Anyway, don't need no credit card to ride this train. So, yeah. We're getting like a little bit of a Link after a boss fight kind of vibe. It's very shimmery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like he's about to get be- beamed right out of the dungeon. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So like a um, the dungeon being his brain, a bunch of like wispy <laughs> strands. Well, of... what is the brain but a dungeon that we're all trapped inside? <laughs> uh, yeah, like a bunch of wispy green strands, kind of like um, start surrounding him, and yeah. like a little like pillar of light kind of comes down, and he says, "Oh, live stream!" Like, and then and now everything's in like 
captions. Pre-rendered like, yeah. captions. Baked yeah. in yeah. subtitles. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and like, and uh, he like looks up into like the light kind of beaming down at him or whatever, and he sees a hand reaching out to him. Yeah. And I think that it's implied that he thinks that it's Eris. I think, and this, again, conjecture, I think it might actually be Aerith's hand. Maybe, yeah. Whose hand do you think it is? Well, I mean, I think the thing, I think the the implication is because, can I say like what happens right after? Sure, yeah, absolutely. So he sees his hand coming down and he kind of like reaches up to grab it and then it real quick snaps back, snaps back to reality. Oh, that goes gravity. (laughs) And uh, he's so mad, but he won't give up that easy. And he's standing right where we left him in the uh, northern crater. Yeah. Right on that little precipice. But now everything's gone to shit and the whole place is fucking falling apart and yeah. exploding and shit, right? Which I guess, like, cause maybe the energy Sephiroth was there was holding it together or the fact that Holy has been cast now yeah. and it's ready to, like, fucking pop off. Everything's falling apart. Yeah. Uh, but then he sees that the hand is Tifa's hand reaching out to grab him, yeah. right? And he's like, oh, shit. And so he does like a couple little hops over some like falling rocks and then grabs her hand, right? Yeah. So okay. here's here's why I have conjecture for that. Okay, go ahead. And uh, it could be explained a million different ways. And I don't, I, I'm not really like going to die on the hill of this is definitely Aerith's hand, but it's a like just a, a hand that reaches in. Yeah, it's not like, gloved the green. or anything. And then it, it shows Tifa's hand and she's wearing her gloves. Yeah, right, right, right. But right. it could also be the thing that we were talking about where like we can't really take a lot of this up until this point literally because we're like in cloud's yeah. mind especially right after that scene that we just saw so it's like you know it's in that different like realm or that different dimension yeah. or like the mind palace or whatever where it's like there's a hand there so it doesn't have to necessarily be like the physical hand like it could just be he's seeing i get the impression that like they've kind of the party's kind of said it multiple times throughout the game that like oh Eris went to this place cast holy and then died there but she had a lot of it planned out in a way like yeah. they, like they you know they had that argument about like whether or not she planned to die there or not right but very obi-wan th- kenobi yeah like, yeah if you strike me down i'll become more powerful <laughs> yeah than yeah I imagine and uh once the, the sword goes through Aerith, her robe like <laughs> she just disappears <laughs> yeah. and the robe falls to the ground oh, yeah uh, but has his hand cut off and he's screaming <laughs> but we've had an idea that like a lot of what's still happening throughout disc two and disc three, like she kind of knew what would happen and has prepared in advance for it. Right. Yeah. So I do get the feeling that like you could make the argument that a lot of this is like, like that she still has some sort of consciousness within the live stream and is helping the party along in some ways, Yeah. Absolutely. which one way could be fucking Tifa reaching out or whatever, you know, yeah. this. Or- it's like shitty fucking like, Christian theologic like logic where they're just like, oh, that was God working through this person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's like cooler because Aerith is way cooler than God. Boom. Stance of the podcast. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least she did something. <laughs> yeah, at least she did something. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it could she also... She has a higher kill count. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well... yeah it depends on which school of thought you're in for that, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, it could it could be a thing where like like you were saying, like in the mind realm or whatever the fuck, like Aerith's hand was just kind of like <laughs> guiding Cloud to Tifa's hand. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Because it's not even like when it flashes over to Tifa, it's not like she's reaching through the live stream or whatever was like no, no, enveloping no. Cloud. Well, I get the idea that like when he snaps back, he's like back on focus. Because I, like I said, yeah. I, I think that he was like in his mind. Wake doing up, sleepyhead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Wake yeah, up, stinky boy. Either way, he kind of like does some jumps, grabs Tifa's hand. No. Accidentally. Doesn't he accidentally pull them both down? <laughs> no. So what happens is... Oh, he almost gets there. Everything and then, is collapsing. Yeah, you're uh, right. Like, which I, I think... I can't remember if we really went into it, but the entire time we've been descending down the crater, there would be 
portions of it just collapsing like behind us or like in front of us and then we have to jump a different way and stuff so like not really stable as she's reaching to try and get cloud and he's reaching up for her the like part of it that she's on just collapses and cloud jumps up from his which also collapses grabs her and is holding her and then he grabs onto like the ledge with like one arm hey carl how many pull-ups can you do not that many (laughs) like this is a fucking feat (laughs) i can i can do i'm pretty sure i can do exactly zero with one arm (laughs) And Cloud can do it with Tifa in his in his yeah. arms. So um, he was so, able to not only he was able to hold on. How did he do it? He, well, jumped, so he jumps up, catches he, her, and then does a little spring, and then okay, yeah, and, and then, then he goes grabs up. a ledge. Because I was first like, and, did he just jump and catch her mid air while also getting enough momentum to go and catch the ledge? No, he he did a little hop. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they have a tender moment just hanging there. Yeah, so oh, yeah. so they're hanging there from this from this ledge for a second, and Cloud says, "I think I'm beginning to understand." And Tifa's like, "What?" And he says, "An answer from the planet, the promised land. I think I can meet her there." And then she's just like, and then yeah, it shows Tifa's face, and she kind of like closes her eyes a li- like a little and bit, then, and like like, imp- like kind of pushes her head into chest uh, into yeah. Cloud's chest a little more, and like it's kind of a moment where it's like it's a spiky pauldron. Oh now. man, you're like you're holding this girl who you guys clearly had a thing like a little <laughs> bit ago, and he's like, yo, I think I can meet meet up with my ex girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but like it's it, it's not actually taken like that because Tifa immediately just like embraces she Cloud says, a little hard. Yeah. She says, yeah, let's go meet her. Right. And and then the motherfucker does a one-armed pull-up onto the ledge holding another person. It's even more impressive than a pull-up because he's only using his fingers. He doesn't have like a full grip on yeah, a bar. Yeah. He's just, it's like Ninja also, Warrior it's, it's shit. like, it's from full extension too. Uh, you know what I mean? His yeah. arm is not bent when he starts. He's yeah. like full left arm extension and <laughs> pulls both of them up. I think it's actually his right. Oh, is it right arm? Is, yeah. Okay, my If you look carefully, you can actually see her clip through his arms. So unless you're playing on the... <laughs> unless you're playing on the Wii, where they had to mirror the entire <laughs> game so that you could use the Wii mode. And then it's his left. <laughs> also, I can't go without commenting on the gratuitous yeah. just physics that they... For, yeah. that one, for that one instant shot of her grabbing the yep. ledge. Yeah, I, I, I hoisting herself up. Yeah, I will say this, like... I think that they got it out of their system with this one, with with MF7. We're like, from now on, I think they do a little bit better about the character models for what their about characters. Lulu? I don't think that they... I mean, I don't remember. Not, I don't remember. It's not We're, as gratuitous. I was going to say, we'll get she's... to 10 pretty soon. Yeah. But I don't remember them being just like... Oh, yeah, establishing yeah, yeah. shot. We're just gonna hang right here, yeah, like for a absolutely. whole minute. I just mean the way that you know yeah, they, yeah. they designed her her yeah. outfit. Yeah, yeah. But no, I I'm glad that you brought that up because that's like there's no way to watch this this scene to, and not be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, even the weapon like uh, cutscene had a. They, they, yeah. they, I think that one was the by far the worst Whoa! defender. The yeah. quintessential. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna fall over. I'm gonna fall over soon. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> can't nope. wait for the remake. No. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not one of those guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Cloud pulls them up to safety. Um, they look around and see the rest of the party minus Yuffie and fucking Vincent, of course. Um, and uh, Barrett says, hey. And uh, Tifa says, oh, I'm glad you're all safe. You know, they kind of do that back and forth of like, oh, I'm glad you're here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but they realize that like there's there's no way out now. Yeah. Like there's no yeah, way kinda, to get back up. They're kind of boned. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> and like as all of this is happening, as Cloud is like pulling himself up, like after like bringing Tifa up enough to like you know 
uh, gratuitously climb onto the uh, <laughs> the like little precipice that they're on. Uh, it, there's a shot just down to where like they were about to fall into, where yeah. it's just like that little pool of like life stream or Mako energy or whatever it is, and it's like emanating out and just getting brighter and brighter. Like shit's about to pop off. Yeah, right, right. And now we don't have a way back up. And now yeah. we see our whole party, like you were saying. Yeah. Um. I the most important scene in the game. Sid's cigarette falls out of his mouth yeah. again. They, Every cutscene that he's in, his cigarette falls oh, out. Oh, really? Mouth. I mean, I think the only yeah. other one that he's in. Was it the weapon one? Yeah. Okay. The yeah. same thing as his, his uh, ultimate weapon raising yeah. above. Like, what? Like, yeah. He also, like, in this scene, he's very, he's a very wide man. Yeah. Does that make sense? His, he, his head looks tiny. He, he looks yeah. like a weird action, like a Kenner action figure. He does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bit, or like, what? Uh, who was that comic artist who made the giant, like, huge buff? Like, oh, like Captain America? Stein. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, yeah. What, what's his name? Ken? I don't know if that's... I need to uh, I need to look that up because... <laughs> Rob Liefeld. Rob, yeah. Okay. I don't know where he, I got Ken. He does, he does crazy proportions of... Yeah. <laughs> Man, I went to a party one time where there was a guy... Sid. Where all of my comics friends, like, who love comics and yeah. were, like, brought up on them and, like, really, really into them, were having a discussion with um, with someone at the party who, like, we didn't know, who was, like, all about that artist. And really? Was, like, no, he's my favorite artist. And, like, my friend's like, yeah, that's funny. And he's like, no, I'm serious. And the guy was, like, serious. He's like, yeah, it's great. Like, have you ever seen the side-by-side comparison where someone was, like, pointing out that it's not ridiculous because, like, they showed a picture of, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something next to, like, the picture of Captain America, which is just, like, you're like, that's not how humans are shaped. <laughs> it's insane. So, yeah, Sid looks like that okay. a little bit. My one... I mean, it's just what they think Americans look like. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> My one thing that I can add to the comics discussion, because I don't really read comics or anything, is it. I saw that there's a new Sonic the Hedgehog comic, oh and it God. looks fucking badass. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, I, I have to look at this. I'm gonna have to see what this is about. Do they show his feet unshoot? I don't know. Because if so, they're not really playing to their audience. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. <clears throat> So yeah, uh, okay. yeah. So they're like all looking at each other, like across the chasm, because they're boned, <laughs> and they're just like cool. Like, okay, everyone's safe. That's good. Oh, yeah, everyone's safe except for maybe Vincent and Yuffie, who yeah, we yeah. don't <laughs> see at all. But um, um, but they're like, okay, now where the fuck do we go? Yeah, and Red makes a quick statement saying, "Holy should be moving soon." Yeah, I thought you were gonna say, off. "Holy shit!" <laughs> oh, he says, "Holy shit!" Uh, and then I by, can swear now. I'm a bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> by it's like absolute, I have achieved my manhood. By, by absolute the world. serendipity, though, the fucking um, high wind just comes crashing down from the top. Which I guess, like everything's been disintegrating so much that wherever we landed has just also disintegrated. And yeah, do you yeah. think it just fell, or do you think the crew was like? I do love the fucking idea of the crew, like the they, pilot, just <laughs> being like, "I'll just fly it down, yeah, down right into it." Yeah. No, you're sticking. The only way to go up is to go down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he forgot to disengage the parking brake again. Well, yeah, the, the thing is, like, when it when it falls down, it's pointing fucking downward. Yeah. Like it is not. Yeah, yeah. Someone's like, not like backing you? up and like beep. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, uh, like Sid, right before like that happens, he he's just looking up with his cigarette in his mouth, and he says, "Oh, Lady Luck, don't fail me now." And yeah. then like just his like looks shocked and terrified, As and opens his yeah, like everything starts shaking, and the cigarette just falls out of his mouth. And that's when like I guess like it's kind of appropriate that he said Lady Luck because like the first thing you see on the high wind is just like. The, the his like bikini, bikini goddess as yeah. he calls her yeah yeah just yeah. on the side of it yeah 
But uh, yeah, they said the crew uses the high wind to get out. They leave the logistics to our imagination of how they yeah. <laughs> were able to turn it around. Well, I think um, I think what happens too is like this is when uh, like inside northern crater starts erupting just with yes. like live stream or holy or like yeah. we can get into like the intricacies of yeah. that. But it kind of shoots up like a geyser. Oh, you can say it pushes the yeah. High wind it it up, shoots yeah. up like a geyser. They're all inside yeah, the high right. wind and they're at the very like peak of it and just it, it, it almost looks like a, so, a, a super kamehameha wave from Dragon Ball. So let's talk about what fucking happens to the high wind as it, soon as it gets blasted out of the northern crater it just oh, yeah, starts falling totally apart it, so, just, it well, just gets thrown up and, he's thrown up and Sid's like shit and then he, he literally says shit no yeah, like censoring yeah. no zoinks here and then he, he grabs like a lever and pulls it uh, and like a bunch of parts of the fucking high wind fall off and surprise the whole time it was a fucking jet yeah <laughs> like another, a different jet not like the one we did when we were when we came to the crater no no like, yeah, like I a mean, star like a, fox jet like a, yeah, like like a, a star wing like, right? yeah 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 it's like a fucking like it's dope. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool as hell. It's also a really cool scene just because, like, plane. the way that the high wind is, like, like the emergency brake or thing that he's grabbing is, like, he's he's holding on to, like, a something that's, like, on the floor, but, like, the way that it's, like... Just, just some piping or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like, he's just, like, free hanging and has to, like, pull himself up and grab it just yeah. because of, like, the, the way that everything is oriented. Right, it's right, right. It's so fucking cool. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so... So the live stream and holy and shit starts pouring out of the uh, the reactor, um, and we uh, we see we kind of like cut away to calm, yeah, for a moment, mm -hmm. and uh, the camera's like kind of zooming around calm, and it shows like a, a house, right? And it looks like the house that um that like Vincent's weapon, yeah, that we got. yeah, I yeah, think the, it's that the, house. like the sniper rifle or whatever, yeah, it was. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's that house. I think it is, but uh, Marlene's there. Yeah. So, and I remember being like, "Is that Marlene?" And I guess I remember uh, uh, Kate Sith saying that he took her somewhere safe. Yeah. And I guess somewhere safe was entirely out of Midgar, so which, which is good because yeah, yeah, that's definitely somewhere <laughs> um, safe. I mean, good because I went to Midgar and could not find them. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I was like, sense. well, no, Earth's house is empty. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I did it too. Um, I, I don't think you can go back to Calm and see Marlene. I'm pretty I sure you can. I think it's in a building that you can't actually access. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when uh, you zoom in, it's on like a little tower that's kind of in the background. Yeah. Yeah. But she, uh, she's kind of sitting there and then like realizes. She's got a little cup of coffee right by her. <laughs> she like realizes something and says, the flower girl. Yeah. And then gets up and goes to the window and sees all the, uh, the, the, like, the energy from the live stream and holy kind of shooting through. Yeah, she like pushes the shutters open and then there's just like the like scariest looking just like energy just flowing yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And then we see Midgar mm -hmm. and like. Holy shit, Midgar is getting fucked. So, like, Meteor is going to hit Midgar. Like, that is going to be the center of the impact. Yeah. Like, right. Majora's Mask took a lot of inspiration from this, I feel like. Just with, like, how everything's proportioned. Like, the the Meteor is just, like, right above Midgar. It's not moving very fast. Yeah. It's just kind of... It's like slowly about yeah. the smoke shift. Yeah. Like, hey, y'all, you better move. You better move. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome powers. Yeah, that's what I was like. No. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the, um, I guess if you like, guys get killed. It's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess like the, the gravity and the energy from Meteor is like ripping houses out of their foundations uh, yeah. and like pulling the Mako reactors out of their like, you know, fittings and shit like that. And like, sucking them up toward 
meteor. Yeah. And there's vortexes forming. And there's like these fire vortexes forming and like just running through the different sectors of uh, Midgar, just ripping them apart. Yeah, there's like lightning and shit too. Like it's just like. Other plates fall. You see that as well. Yeah. They kind of just show a shot of like the outskirts of like Midgar where you see the Shinra headquarters like in the distance, just like, like looking up towards meteor and there's all these vortexes and lightning and shit's just getting fucking destroyed. Yeah, it, Sister Ray is gone. Shinra headquarters is gone. Yeah, it destroys all of that. There's a very like fucking it. There's a very fitting moment where I think there's like a vortex or something that just rips off the Shinra logo off the front. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very actually poetic. like a, a bit of lightning hits it and stuff. It's so good. It's very, it's very poetic seeing it. You know, what the I mean? lightning is blue, very much mm. like Force lightning and Return of the Jedi, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, shit's just getting fucked. Yeah, and we, we cut back to the high wind, and uh, Barrett says, wait a minute, what's going to happen to Midgar? We can't let that happen. Yeah. Because, like, you know, it is getting fucked. Like, the, the worst case scenario is playing out right now. Yeah. Right? Well, I think what happens before that, too, is, like, the the energy that flew out from, um, yeah. from what's it called, Northern Cave just kind of flies above like between where oh that happens right now yeah, yeah okay. where the where the meteor is yeah. and right yeah where Midgar is and it's like it, so holy yeah the energy of holy specifically yeah, yeah which is the blue, the blue energy because yeah. there's there's green life stream yeah point, and then there's holy is being cast and holy kind of comes through and we've heard multiple times throughout the course of the game they're like holy will decide whether or not the planet gets saved like it's not a sure thing you don't yeah, cast exactly. holy and then it takes care of it it like makes a decision of its own accord and like we'll figure out what yeah. to do right it's, it's rng it, if it's gonna work yeah yeah <laughs> but it looks like it's not working yeah because like it, it stops it for a bit and then there's also a really cool shot where you see holy just like surrounding like midgar and the the meteor crashing into it in the distance yeah and the foreground is just cosmo canyon so it's just yeah like, yeah like bugenhagen's like observatory like it just shows that yeah and off in the distance and like can you fucking imagine just being there and looking out and just oh seeing my that god shit yeah and you're like oh i'm glad i'm not right there but this is also the most terrifying shit i've ever yeah. seen yeah so but it doesn't look very big though from from, yeah, from canyon. Back. it looks like yeah it just looks like a little tiny little little meatball Probably big enough to meatballs all the way down. I mean, I don't know about meteors or anything like that, but I bet that's probably enough to kill everything. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> like, it's if as, it was moving at meteor speed. Oh, good point. Good point. It's it's, it's just as big. It's like as big as Midgar, or maybe a little larger than that. Yeah, I feel right. like, but it, enough to cause a wound in the planet that Sephiroth yeah. could be at the center of. I do think it's funny though. Um, they didn't really spend much time animating Marlene because, like, she winces when the Holy comes through. Oh, it's very cute. And then she just like, uh. Yeah, just like yeah. A, a, a barely, just, just, a, a, just barely, a a, just, just puts like, her hand yeah. up and like closes her eyes a it's little like, bit. Her bangs <laughs> shuffle a little. Yeah, uh, so Red says it's too late for Holy. Meteor's approaching the planet. Holy is having the opposite effect. So I think like the thing is that like Holy didn't work. Like yeah, Holy made a decision and was like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Like, you, like y'all motherfuckers fucked up. Yeah, y'all motherfuckers fucked up. It's done. Yeah, and which is like, oh, yeah, holy shit, to be a moment of despair at the very end of the game when you've like beaten the final boss and be like, guess what? It yeah. does. It didn't matter. Yeah. yeah, it's not working. You can see like meteors like pushing through the holy, just like yeah. with, just yeah. pushing away the just holy shield or whatever. Breaks through yeah. it and it's like, still and then yeah. it becomes red. Like everything becomes red, and Shinra HQ just gets even more fucked up right yeah yeah and then we see a, a really kick-ass shot of like the high wind flying with its new wings yeah it's just a fucking <laughs> jet plane yeah, it's badass. i hope no one was on uh, those parts that got jessed 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just the guy who's like in the chocobo stable. <laughs> it's like Yeah, 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 right. Just yeah. me and my golden <laughs> chocobo. <laughs> what was the golden chocobo? He'll be all right, right. Well, no, I guess there's no flying ones in this game. Anyway. Um has no fall damage for flying chocobos. <laughs> uh but so like we're at like the lowest moment, right? Like yeah. it didn't work. Holy either the yeah. had the opposite effect or wasn't strong enough to stop Meteor yeah. either way. It either decided the, against like letting us live or... Yeah, yeah, right. Because at this point, Sephiroth is dead, so it might... like You could argue that like, oh, the, the holy whatever it is made a decision and was like, well, Sephiroth is not going to take over the world now. May as well let all the humans die because they're terrible. Yeah, right? exactly. So, um, if Holy was summoned when he was still alive, maybe... Maybe it would have, yeah, yeah, to prevent and, that. But. but now he's like, we're gonna look for the worst thing possible on the planet right now. Right now, it's people. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's true. Yeah. They're like, well, we don't know. They killed if my. They killed my precious weapons. Yeah. <laughs> if Holy was summoned today, twenty twenty in real life, oh, I don't think we might have yeah, much of a chance. I don't think. I think it's yeah. <laughs> I listened to a podcast about coral reefs today, oh, and it Jesus made me real sad. Well, speaking of, did we talk about this on the podcast where there's the the coral Pokemon and in Sword and Shield, <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking yeah. ghost Pokemon and it looks sad instead oh, of oh my yeah. god, I didn't because know they're like, yeah, yeah. Like, we fucked up. We killed. Yeah, the coral, the coral reef. reefs are dying, so they made the coral reef Pokemon or the coral Pokemon a ghost Pokemon in the new one. <sighs> yeah, so wild. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> Feels bad. We can have a whole. We'll have a whole podcast about Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. Like, okay. Anyway, um, did but, we talk about what um Ketchy says? Yeah. Oh, that he had every. Yeah. So Ketchy. Which I really like this like scene too, since it's like the FMV. We kind of actually see Ket like. Yeah, talking and yeah. it's like very uh, cute. He's, the he's, cat actually. Yeah, talks. like yeah, yeah, it's the cat right. talking. And he said, "I had everyone take refuge in the slums, but the way things are now, dot yeah. dot dot." And like, yeah, we saw it. Like, the <laughs> fucked. Yeah, it's like it's so. Done. Everything that we've kind of seen with, I, I feel like Midgar so far has kind of just been the upper plates. Like it's some still, of it. I think we've but seen like some you said, the... like some of the plates were falling and everything. Yeah, like the, yeah. the slums aren't getting away scot free or anything. Like right. the shit is still. It's like affecting but, everything. But um. But yeah, but then, uh, I guess, like, out of the cracks of the fucking earth, right? Like, out of all the different places it could possibly come from, you start seeing those live stream tendrils, I guess, yeah. pop out. And uh, a great part of the song that's playing starts playing. It's very, like, bouncy and, like, like, like kind of, like, happy and, like, yeah. almost mischievous or whatever. <laughs> like, it was really weird to be, like, at this point point where it's like everything like is, everything's about to end everything's like, why, ending why yeah is this is the end of humanity yeah. yeah but um <clears throat> the party's like oh what's that i think is it barrett that i think says it's tifa it? tifa says it like what's that and uh all these tendrils start coming out and cloud says life stream yeah and uh you see it start like fucking reaching around the planet like it's going all the way like from every place it can possibly come out of like yeah the cities see- and the rivers and like it's very much like oh nature here fucking here's nature because like you know we saw uh when we were talking to Bugenhagen the very first time right where yeah. he was like all living things are part of the live stream whether it's like plants or animals or people or whatever and so like I feel like this is the the will of all living things yeah. right like kind of start em- emitting from the planet in these like tendrils that kind of come out of the planet right hell yeah yeah it's, it's really badass yeah but they and start as, as yeah. that's happening too like everyone in calm just starts opening their shutters and starts like looking out to see what's going on. <laughs> they started sending Goku their spirit energy. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> now something's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um which I don't know if they explicitly say during this, but like what is happening is that like 
the, the the will of everything living on the planet is like deciding that it's yeah, still it, needs to go on. Yeah, right. So it comes out to try to force meteor out and destroy a meteor, right? Yeah. And so like we get this amazing scene where it's like a shot from like low space or whatever like low earth orbit where you can see like the curvature of the planet yeah and you see like meteor smashing into it wholly around it and then the live stream from all over the world covering the world and yeah, like all and, merging and into one spot slowly like just filling up everything around there like it's 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 not just like one beam like holy was it's just like it starts out and it's kind of thin and it sort of just spider webs in to create like a full it's, mesh it like covers the, the whole, whole planet shield, yeah, yeah by the end it's it is the wildest looking thing and it's cool too because it's like bright like a, a, it's weird to say bright and dark but like a deep red yeah. in the center and then like a neon blue surrounding that and then just total bright shining green around it yeah. it's like one of the most wild looking things yeah, when ever it's, when it's doing that one shot that you were talking about it almost looks like an eyeball like a really fucked up eyeball <laughs> where like the, the meteor is like the the, <laughs> the pupil amazing. and then yeah. like the iris is holy yeah. And then oh yeah, yeah it's, it's so fucking it's cool. amazing it is really cool but all the energy of the different forces uh, at play here kind of like come together and like start shining so brightly and every like the last thing that we see is like everything kind of shines white there's a flash and everyone, everybody covers like, their it's eyes like cloud like, like yeah. red like marlene like everyone just kind of starts like covering their you know it's so bright it's like the solar eclipse where you like they should probably be wearing <laughs> yeah. special glasses or a welder's mask to look yeah at it. right yeah and uh everything just flashes to white and that's credits baby not yet wait isn't no, you you missed a very important detail. I thought that was after the credits. No, the last thing that we see. Oh, say, that! I'm sorry. It real quick as everyone's like blinded. It just shows Aerith's face exactly like the same as yeah. when we saw her at the first thing in the game when she was looking at the where um, she just looks up and all those green little specks of live stream are just oh sur what surrounding a her face, just perfectly fucking bookending it. Oh, perfect! It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Oh she just gosh. looks up and yeah. like has a slight smile on her face. Yeah, I know, and then I it's know. fucking credits. Holy it's, shit. Oh my god. The fact that it's like the first thing we see in the entire game is that picture of Aerith. Yeah. And she's like looking at something in Midgar and there's yeah. like a little bit of live stream coming up. And, and we, I remember we had like that discussion on I, the first episode. Like, what is she looking at there? Yeah. And, whatever. and, and like and we can now definitive definitively close the book on that. It was live stream. Yeah. Because yeah, we were, yeah, like I listened to that on the way over here tonight because I was like, I know we had this discussion. I want to yeah. see where we landed on it because like I think we all forgot or at least you and me yeah, I mean, yeah. we forgot that like that is like the last thing that you see yeah I game, it's it's like, Sorry, oh yeah. my god like it's yep. it's Oh, and so also the music, perfect. it also gives like those little piano tines. It's, yeah, it kind of plays like a similar like melody. As, to like, the, the intro. The intro. Yeah. yeah like the, the nice part right before bombing mission. Yep. And then boom, credits. And then oh. fucking credits. Yeah, there, yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm getting tingles. I know. I'm getting tingles. Getting a little misty eyed. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What a game. What a fucking game. What a fucking game. Yeah. Credits roll, baby. Also, credits music, pretty badass. Super badass. Like, it's like flashes of Junon a little bit. Yeah, it's like a kind of militaristic. Yeah. yeah, it's weird, yeah. It's it's cool, though. I yeah. love, oh, it's so good! Uh, so fucking That's good. kind of a Metal Gear Solid kind of thing. Because yeah. it's very like... Yeah. Or Jet yeah. Or like Gemini. Terminator. Yeah. Or Terminator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Journey to Silius. Oh, oh no, Buo. What a... <laughs> <laughs> way! <Okay>. Way! <laughs> way! No, no way! <laughs> yeah. 
That, yeah, you can actually kind of you can shorten his name from Nobuo Uematsu to No Way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just realizing that. No um, way. <laughs> no. Music by No Way. Yeah. Uh, God damn though, y'all. Holy shit. God damn. This is it. Just the. So, do we want to go ahead and talk about post credits now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. There's one post credit scene, and it's it's, it's pretty Nick quick. Fury. Yeah, <laughs> watching it all go Call, down. Calling the Avengers Cloud, together. Cloud is punching a b- punching bag just with <laughs> boxing rats and punches it right off the chain. <laughs> um, so the before the screen even comes up, we just have text that says 500 years later, <laughs> yeah. right? Because like the like the game ends ambiguously. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like, it's like did did it work? Did, did it not? Yeah, because we don't see what happens. We don't see if the live stream was. Yeah, enough. we don't see like meteor disintegrate or anything. We just see that flash, and then like, yeah, that's it. And then we see Aerith's face. So we're like, okay, well, she did her part like all along. Like she, yeah, she handled which this. I think lends... real fucking Sopranos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I think like lends to the idea that like she is. Even in death, somehow conscious and orchestrating many things for the party and stuff yeah, like that. She's been right. there all along. Yeah, she's been there all along. The real heiress was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but yeah, so 500 years later, um, and we open up onto like a canyon, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Some sort of Cosmo canyon. <laughs> No, I'm just I don't think it, I, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. definitely not. But I, I think it's very important to say that like the area that we're looking at is kind of deserty, and so there's no. I obvious think, life there. I think this might be where Cloud and Zack were, where it, it like yeah. it like tilts up and you see. Yeah, I think yeah. probably so. so yeah. I think it's this that is where the for the this is where they were driving the truck. Yeah, this is yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is Zack's grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh that's kind of where we are. Right yeah, now, yeah. Um, but we see red, mm-hmm. or more importantly, he's looking real good too. He's looking. Are you? Right, what's their supposed? To, I guess maybe it is red. It has his tattoo. No, it's it's definitely yeah. red. Yeah. Oh shit. He has a he's 13. just looking older. He's got a nice little like, he's gray he's, beard. He's still all red, but he's got he's like five hundred forty years old. Yeah. But I mean, they do say that like, oh, he's forty years old. That means he's a baby, a, t- a teenager in your yeah. in your. Uh, yeah, he's got like he's a exactly your party's age, the yeah. median of your party's age. Yeah. He's got like a mane. Uh, yeah, I feel like they they really go some with the, good, um, like a headdress, and he's got oh, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say they kind of uh, go with the Native American uh, themes, pretty Indian pretty kind of thing. Yeah. He's got little uh, he's got little buckos with yeah, him. Yeah, and there's two little baby reds. Oh, because so you remember like the la- when we went to get a <laughs> redlets <laughs> <laughs> when we went to get a um, red's last weapon. Uh, Hagen does <laughs> yeah, the subreddits. <laughs> Sorry. God fucking Dom Reddits. <laughs> R slash. No, like, like, um, nope. Yeah. Because, uh, like, when we went and got Red's last weapon, Bugenhagen does say, like, oh, go out into the world, go do things. You might you, even you might meet even find your, your life partner. Yeah. yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You'll get some. <laughs> you, you'll get some. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're little baby ones now. Yeah. Very cute. And they're super cute. They are very cute. Yeah, yeah. They're like running along beside them. Red's probably a gentle um, lover. I think so. Gentle but firm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so he comes up to like a cliff, right? Yeah. And he like jumps up the cliff. You know what I mean? He yeah. like, hops on these different rocks. Sweet and like the little baby boop. reds are like behind him trying boink, to jump boink, too. Boink, like, boink. yeah. Like, little buckos. Little yeah, buckos. And so like the, the jumps are so much taller than they are. Like Red <laughs> can do it no problem because he's huge. Red's also a lot bigger now, yeah. too. Yeah. And his like mane is like impressive. Oh, like, dude. He looks like a badass. He fucking. Like, just, he, I mean, already, he's, he already looks like a badass because of his fucking cool scar and shit like that. But like. Yeah. And he's been a badass 
since like literally we met him where he's like yo shit's fucked up here like Genova just slayed everything in the fucking Jinrad quarters and like, he was the he's chill like, one I'll go ahead I'll go ahead and see what the fuck's going on yeah, like yeah. hell yeah I mean they definitely probably got some inspiration from Lion King which came out like a few oh, years prior, prior, yeah. prior. <laughs> you know I'm I'm done with this podcast there's no more like red in any of the other games yeah. so like <laughs> what about Dirty uh, Cerberus or what yeah about- well I mean like mainline <laughs> what about Neopets yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a Final Fantasy game. But just he, name your your character in the next one, Red Thirteen. <laughs> but he uh, he jumps up um, this cliffside, and the little bucko Reds jump up there too. And the camera starts to uh, move upward to show us what's past this cliffside, right? Yeah. And like, oh, what a fucking scene! Um, yeah, so the camera lifts up into the air, and we see what they're kind of like all standing on the precipice of this cliff, looking at, and it's Midgar. And uh, yeah, the sound of birds in the yeah, background. Yeah, there's, a, there's a, a shit ton of birds just kind of flying by. And it's been completely taken over by plant Na- life. By nature, yeah. By nature, Reclaimed yeah. by nature. And like, that is the best fucking way to end this game. Yeah. It's the, yeah, like, the what humans have made that have has been so destructive. Like It's a Tokyo Jungle prequel. <laughs> I don't know what that you is. It's like, okay, a, yeah. it's, it's like a beat 'em up game in yeah. post-apocalyptic mm. Tokyo, but you're playing as like a pyramid, like a bunch of dogs and like, oh, okay. and, 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 and um <laughs> and animals. You can play as like that's alligators awesome. and chickens, and that's awesome. <laughs> it's really hard, but uh, but yeah. So like, I feel like it's a perfect like thematic ending to the game, and yeah. I love I love the way that they don't come back to the uh, avalanche stuff. It's 500 years later. Every avalanche is dead now. You know, what yeah, I mean? like, like long dead. Yeah, like we all of our characters have been. Like, in that's the what grave. half a millennia. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. half a millennia later. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and um, I love the the thematic ending of like what man has created is entirely temporal, but nature is forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it, it's amazing. Also, like, and in a way, like, even though like, because like Midgar is destroyed, right? Like, it's still there, but it is ripped apart. It's been reclaimed by nature. There's also like water yeah. nearby too that's kind of like come into it. Um, oh yeah, like the oceans have kind of closed in on it. Like I remember, yeah. this used to be kind of a huge, like desolate, almost desert. But like, yeah, it was the, like the oceans have the ice, the ice caps have melted because <laughs> <laughs> because that fucking crater, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, man, it. I, I I love that idea at the end though. That like even though like humans may not be there anymore, that like there's this overarching story to life. Yeah, that like all things are only a smart small part of. A wise man once said, "Life." Uh, Finds a way. way. Uh, Have you guys ever seen the pictures of like the fishing village in China that was like abandoned and became a ghost town and was just completely reclaimed by nature? No, it's real fucking cool. I I actually have it pulled up here. Oh wow! Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, so it's like very reminiscent of that. Like this shit does happen in real life. It's it's not common, but it's like a oh that's wild. Yeah, it's just like you know green like growing over that's like actually quite beautiful it is i I love it i I think it's i think it's great Uh, i feel like there's a lot of um, the embodiment of uh nothing but flowers by the talking heads yeah this was a pizza hut now it's all covered in daisies you know what now that i'm thinking about it too i feel like this mirrors a little bit i don't know if it's like entirely intentional i mean everything like in this game is thematic so things are going to sound like each other but if you remember when we were getting ready to climb the uh, the glacier cliffs, mm-hmm. uh, Barrett was like, he's like, oh, man, all this shit that we've been doing. But like in the end, we're also very, very small and the planet is so very, very big. Yeah. And it is like we just spent like a good 60, 70 hours of game and like, you know, an entire year of our lives yeah. talking about this game. <laughs> and like in the end, though, it is all just a snapshot of life on the planet. Right. Yeah. Like that's it's all just a very tiny sliver yeah. of the story of life on the planet. 
which I think is like an amazing statement to make at the end of the game. Soon we will all be bones, <laughs> and nature will reclaim us, and our our beautiful pets will live to be five hundred years old <laughs> with our bones. <laughs> with oh, our bones. Would you would you would you retweet if you're part of the if you're a boner? <laughs> um, Do you think uh, Red Thirteen <laughs> ate Cloud's eyes after Cloud died? <laughs> <laughs> If oh. my, Holy if shit! My, what if Red is a sentient being who can't work the doorknob? <laughs> <laughs> um, He's tripped. Yeah. If uh, if my cats are listening, they can eat my eyes after I am, <laughs> after I am pre bones. Pre 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 bone. <laughs> pre bono. <laughs> Um, this reminds me of that television series on the History Channel called Life After People. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was which, really cool. Which was just basically like if humans just disappeared and like the, kind how of, long would it take for buildings to collapse? How long would it take for you know? Basically, exactly what is that this, on? There, it was on History it was, Channel. Yeah, the History Kay. Channel. I, I've only seen a couple of episodes of it. I could like never catch it when it was on, but like way back in the day, like I would be home and my dad would be watching it. And I would just sit down and like watch some of it with him. And... I have to go to work after this podcast. So I might <laughs> like just put, put it on. on. Yeah. yeah. If you can find it. It yeah. was really mm. fucking cool. Mm. And they're like, it would take three, like your, your domesticated pets would last maybe three weeks without you. And I'm like, no <laughs> fish needs me. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else we want to say about that last cutscene or anything? Or? Where we are now in the mm. present. Slash 500 years from yeah, now. Yeah. Well, hopefully things are other reclaiming than, in 500 years. Yeah. Cause the, other than Nanaki looking fucking strapped as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that MF thing on him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I, I, I just really love that the last thing that you see in like the actual like final cutscene is just Aerith's face. Like, yeah. Same exa- like it's like the same exact thing as the the beginning of the game. It's just and the same so... notes with the music. Mm-hmm. Ah! It's just whip whop whop. And it's like she has like a little smirk on her face too, yeah. which is like I t- I told you I would take care of it because she yeah. did tell us that she was gonna do it herself. Yeah. She's like, well, I'll take care of it. Yeah, it's, but she it's she... like the last thing that she said to us was that like, don't worry about it. I'll worry about Sephiroth. Right? That's like the last thing she said to yeah, us. Yeah. So period. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if like if we didn't stop Sephiroth or whatever like we you know kill weapon we die in the final battle or whatever like do you think Aerith would still like I don't know because like it's not Holy that saved everything it yeah, was right. like the live stream and like she is pretty much a driving force of it like that's pretty she may have uh, just had that much faith in us it's true but it's you know it's just Cloud's like no let me handle this like you just don't know how to use the materia yeah and right like, it's like no I know how to use the materia and also use the live stream to save everything let that be a lesson to you all mansplaining will kill us all <laughs> yeah <laughs> I also um, mean because I'm just playing too much Zelda but I always forget that that um, because the low poly model um, I think that that bow behind her is actually her ears little <laughs> 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 yeah. trippy ears hell yeah it's like ah. <laughs> Or it's like in Pinocchio when they start turning into like donkeys. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. they're like smoking uh, cigars and shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go to break let's and break. come back, and we'll have a couple wrap up thoughts. Yeah. Big picture. Big picture. B- big, big picture. Spend and jeans. Yeah. <laughs> I love that when they call me big picture. <laughs> all right. All right. See you there. So we're taking a break in the middle of our break. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because, we're two breaks deep. Because uh, last week we told a filthy, disgusting lie. That's why. Or this is this is um. 
Was the filthy, Recompense. disgusting lie that we were going to do one more episode? The filthy, disgusting oh, lie oh. was that last episode was, was the, the last, last episode. episode. Yeah, that's what I meant. And then we had Corey on to do the last episode, and we promised him that he could talk about the ending of the game and everything, and then we ran long and we, kicked him off the pod. We we gave him a soapbox and then smashed, <clears throat> excuse me, smashed it right in front of his face. <laughs> so as an act of penitence, we are joined with Corey. You motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I also meant to say joined by Corey, so. Yeah. Now I, I am it. an enemy of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You were, all, you were already an enemy of the pod, you just didn't know you it. You've broken my heart, and I'm, I'm casting Meteor now. <laughs> He's I'm going to be the Kate Shady, you're fucking... <laughs> 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 it's just a fucking Roomba. Just <laughs> no, I am Kate Shady, because I'm, I'm like, re- remoting in today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you true. got your nice little foot. Yeah, Elmira's bringing me a hot mm. cocoa. <laughs> I love it, I love it. So yeah, we already talked about the, uh, the ending cutscene of the game, and how fucking amazing it is did you talk about cloud's badass one-armed pull-up with tifo on his side oh you fucking know we did yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. i slowed down that's frame like the by best f- part of the game it's better than omni slash on sephiroth <laughs> <laughs> i slowed down frame by frame and like tifa straight up like clips through his arm oh shit yeah. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't make any sense well this game yeah, sucks well, it's, <laughs> like, it's, like in, it's like in any zelda game like when link pulls his sword out of like his back it's like that's a physically impossible move yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah get your arm so hot. Yeah. yeah, imagine uh, Sephiroth trying to do mm. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah, they better make his arms really long in the remake. Hell yeah, yeah Sephiroth them, wants to play Super Dunk, but he can't arms. find any like table to put <laughs> his sword <laughs> on. Masamune yeah. arms. Masamune. Uh, All right, so what do you got for us, Corey? Give us, <laughs> give, give us, give us some thoughts. What are your thoughts about Final Fantasy VII? Either the oh, either the ending cutscene or in in as a whole. Well, like I like that they keep the final shot kind of open. You don't see any humans after the like disaster. You just see Red and his new family that sprung yeah. from his Lose. mind, like the head of Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh! Oh shit! They're Uh-oh. gonna get Corey. They're coming for me because I'm talking about the video games again. <laughs> the war on gamers continues. <laughs> They've outlawed that in Brooklyn. They've outlawed gamers. We support our troops. <laughs> and the war on gamers. On both sides. Yeah. We support our bastards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, like, I don't know. I really like the implication that, like, there is a potential correct read that the planet was just like, yo, fuck humans. Like, we're done. Yeah. 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 Especially, like, when they cast Holy and it doesn't seem to do anything or even have the opposite effect that it's like, yeah, let's wreck this shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. It's with cool. You. I mean, it's, it ties really in with the themes of the whole game, which is just, I don't know, coming to grips with the society that we've built and the implications of it, you know? Yeah. Yep. It's a. Uh, almost reminiscent of real lifetimes almost reminiscent of a society almost. which we live in <laughs> really really dinks you dink yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so what a game y'all what a fucking game what a fucking game um so one thing i've been really looking forward to doing and talking about is alex this is your first final fantasy you played all the way through yeah what do you think, man? What, what what opinions do you have? I'm really I'm really interested to see what you have to say. Um, I was I mean I was I thought it was really good. Hell yeah. Um, I think maybe because there weren't like didn't have the anime aesthetics because because there weren't really many FMVs. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Um, a lot of the there's a lot of charm came from like the implied um 
actions and uh, yeah. emotions kind of being portrayed just through these little po- low poly models, low poly models. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It, so you like the chibi guys? I like, you didn't, you didn't have a problem with them. The QB guys, the chibi. The, yeah. The little poly dudes. I think it helped. Um, honestly, cause like for a while, I mean, from not playing any final fantasy, I assumed every final fantasy game was just anime tropey bullshit. Yeah. I can't it, wait. I can't wait for a final fantasy advent children Lego game. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that, like, the, probably the earlier ones are a bit better about that, I would say, because, like, they they end up... Well, yeah, Final Fantasy's pretty good at being a serious game at its core, even into the future, but they definitely do get a little more anime tropey, I think. But Well, it's kind of funny how much they ride the line tonally between comedy and drama. Yeah. Like, I feel like the legacy of Final Fantasy is that it's, like, the you know, the big canon JRPG that everyone plays and people take it very seriously. And, you know, oh, you know, your favorite character gets killed halfway through. But honestly, it's like every Final Fantasy game has tons of like goofy slapstick moments and like weird, like tonal changes. And um, yeah, you'll see it a lot like in 60 where they have these like these like flashes of their expressions that they exaggerate (laughs) because they're like little sprites. But even in FF7, like, I feel like the chibi aesthetics, like the little like goofy Lego man, it makes the funny moments even funnier. Yeah. And it's ignorable enough when it's supposed to be dramatic. And when it's really has to be serious, they cut to like a CG kind of sequence. Yeah. Yeah. And you can kind of so. use like suspension of disbelief and just be like, oh no, well, this is just the universe as it's presented to be. So I can take it on its terms and just kind of, you know, like let my imagination do the work. It's, yeah. it's kind of like, like creative writing 101 or like, you know, English <laughs> literature 101 or whatever, yeah. where it's like a good writer will like show not tell yeah so it's it's kind of yeah, totally. it's kind of like i mean i could just be you know like getting like too meta with it and stuff like yeah that. but i think like the creators kind of had to with with the limited tool set that they had kind of had to yeah. do that in a different medium than we're we're yeah. used to but well if i were to get even more meta um i'd almost like to say that the cartoony aesthetic kind of let them get away with a lot more yeah potentially controversial subject matter yeah because they're not like showing it directly yeah, I mean, yeah. just look at, like, like, Don Corneo. Like, he's, like, a, a <laughs> cartoon character. He's, like, goofy. Like, he's, yeah. like, comic book villainy. But, like, when you take him for what he actually is, he's, like, a fucking horrible scumbag yeah. who's just, like, a reprehensible person. But, like, yeah. in this where it's, like, oh, he's dancing around and he's, like, oh, I got you. Like, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, one thing. Well, I mean, think about how many scenes there are of Barrett running into a crowd and just firing off a machine gun yeah. in the whole direction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. I actually think that, um... I, I, I love the chibi characters. I think that the low poly models, like, for me, they super well hang out, like, hold up even yeah. today. Because I think that there's a lot of actions that, like, give this game a lot of heart and a lot of charm that the later ones don't do just because of the way um, the graphics are. Yeah. Like, and for instance, like, one of them that I fucking love is, like, Yuffie is, like, crazy, right? Like, she's always jumping all around and being, like, goofy. And, like, because of the low-poly models and the cartoonish way it's handled, she can do that, like, anime thing of, like, just teleporting around a room, yeah. and you're like, yeah. okay, she's just frantic. She's running around like a goofball. But they can deliver it in a way that's, like, very cartoony, or like would be in, like, a 80s or 90s anime where somebody's just popping around all the corners of the screen. Yeah, like, know? everyone else is in their, like, standard, like, drawn form, but there's, like, the little chibi, like, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever, like, yeah. jumping around and, like, shaking their hands like and yeah yeah looking like a like they're in like a tornado or whatever like right yeah, yeah and i think that like some of the um 
if, if not all of the later Final Fantasies, like, they, you know, the games do take themselves pretty seriously. And I feel like they kind of shied away from that cartoonishness, probably because they didn't have to use it anymore. Like, they could actually have, like, yeah. either facial expressions or, like, more uh, precise motions in the characters. But you do lose a little bit of charm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you lose sure. that that emotional quality with it. Yeah, that's why right. World of Final Fantasy is so effective. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm afraid that in the mm-hmm. remake, Yuffie's going to come off as like a weird hot topic girl that says squee. Yeah, oh, yeah. I kind of wonder how they're going to... She gonna... says RAR XD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alternating caps. <laughs> she does say gaud. She does say gaud. Oh, my roar. <laughs> <laughs> RAR in dinosaur mm-hmm. means I love you. Rar and dinosaur means I'm stealing your fucking materia. I made you a cookie, but I hated it. Oh God! I found a materia, but I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I, I got. But but that's like that's like our generation's annoying teen girl. They're gonna localize her to like a Zoomer teen girl. Which who the fuck even? Well, knows you know what? That's like probably way better. <laughs> yeah, easily. Put it this way, <laughs> I'm. I feel like whereas some people like have this like idea of that their generation did it right. I feel like we are like no, our generation did it no. very wrong. No, we're the yeah. worst. Yeah, we're the worst. People who are younger than us are way better than we are. <laughs> I, I don't know the boomers. The boomers are the worst because in both directions, yeah. like, like their parents are the greatest generation and they gave birth to the worst. Yeah, generation. that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I don't know much about the Zoomers, but I know that I've seen like memes made by Zoomers where it's like millennials, everything sucks and it's horrible and I'm depressed. And then it's like the Zoomer and it's like everything's horrible and I'm fucking partying. Like, yeah. they're, they're just as like beaten down and just like, ah, fuck everything. But they're yeah. like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to have fun. Have a good time. Yeah. I think I need a modded version of FS7 that replaces the Cetra and the Ancients with the, with the Zoomers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cetra. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Back at it. Legends foretold of, of a paradise that was abandoned by the boomers. We're <laughs> <laughs> never playing Fallout, I feel like. Oh my god. All along Aerith was a boomer. Can't, I can't wait yeah. for Diamond Weapon to come out of the sea and fucking kill Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um anything yeah. we need to patch up? Um Oh, did you say you had some plot holes for us, Alex? I'm not sure if it was a plot hole, but I just was thinking, is Palmer the only executive that survived? Okay, you know, I, <laughs> so, no, I, well, that's the thing is I, I think, um, so we, I, I actually thought about this a while back. We saw Heidegger and Scarlet die, and I read that they don't appear in Anywhere any else. other piece of media. So, like, they're dead dead. Um, Reeve survived. Well, yeah, he put he's ex Shinra. Yeah, yeah. I mean, aren't, isn't everyone? Yeah. Um, as far as I'm fucking concerned, Rufus is dead. Same. As of as of the end of this game. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying, right. Yeah, though. yeah, and yeah, I think Palmer got away. He's in what space. About he's in that space now. One Shinra manager that kept eating shit every time. He was <laughs> he, he, yeah, we he's, saw him he's in president now. He's president. Oh now. yeah, he did. He, the last thing he says to us in the game is he's like, "Oh man, if only everybody whose management above me would die, I'd be president." So yeah, I guess he's the president now. Pa- Palmer Pal- died from uh, cholesterol. <laughs> from all too much lard in his yeah. Yeah. I almost said cholesterol poisoning, <laughs> <laughs> which is a thing. That's that's the virus uh, in Advent Children. Uh, I think in my head canon, the the nameless Shinra manager has to be the president. Like that just makes the game for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. That's so good. But yeah, I was just uh, thinking of the last mm. time we saw him was just Palmer staring. He off. was just staring <laughs> off. He didn't say a word. Yeah. He's like, oh. I, yeah. I think like in, in my head canon, he got hit by a truck and was. Not okay after that. Yeah, I he mean, still, he's, run over by an he still shows up for work. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Still getting paid. Uh, he's just like, my boss is absolutely fucking useless, but. Yeah, get him. Parody. In the game. In the game. Yeah. In the game. Uh, where is Mayor Domino? Yeah, I don't know. They weren't there when we went to the Shinra HQ last. Domino well, and here's Hutt. the thing, too. Like, we can assume that, like, Palmer was probably in the Shinra headquarters when Meteor was like, although, no. I mean. Maybe. I feel like if anyone was still in Midgar when that was happening, they were kind of out of their fucking mind. Other than the people who, like, couldn't leave in the slums because they didn't have yeah. the means to. But, right, like, right, right. but, like, Palmer probably, like, yeeted his way anywhere else. Maybe so, maybe so. He's in Medeal. Probably. That seems like a place in Florida. Yeah. What? Well, Medeal's a big hole there. True. Well, I mean, it's got, it's a hole with some wood. <laughs> charm. I thought it was the same charm. Yeah, with some charm. <laughs> Just like Florida. <laughs> um, Gators. Yeah, Mako So, uh, yeah, man. I mean, like, we've done it. We talked about Final Fantasy VII beginning to end. I can't, yeah. I can't believe we're here. Can't fucking believe. Well, so before you really put the bookend on it, I mean, I don't know if you guys have gone into a heavy discussion of the themes over the story, but like, take it away. There's a lot of stuff to unpack there. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'll kind of like catch up real quick on what we talked about earlier. We had um. Kind of like one of the big things I was saying is that I really like the idea uh, when when you see Midgar being overtaken by plant life again. Uh, I was saying it kind of reminds me of what Barrett says uh, outside of the uh, the Gaia Cliff, where he's like, "Oh man, all the things that we're doing and all of this politics in between people, like it's so much smaller than the planet. Like we're fighting for it, but we're so tiny and insignificant that the planet would never even realize that we're doing it." And I was saying like I really enjoy that that part of it because all the things that we did and every like all of Midgar being built and all of the Mako reactors and everything that we know about during this game is only a very, very small sliver in the history of life on earth and like showing, you know, mankind's greatest achievement completely taken over by plant life. Uh, I think it's yeah. like a really cool way to end that game. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I mentioned it um, in the last, the, the last week's app, but I think a lot of the game is it's it's got a lot of like looking back and kind of people sort of changing the way they look at the past. You know, like I, I think there's so many people that are kind of trapped in a world that's been built around them or some kind of hole they've fallen into and just they need some kind of like catalyst to to push them out of that kind of like, I don't know, prison of ideology almost. Yeah. And I think so much about how, like, not just the 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 creations of man being dwarfed by nature, but just the humble beginnings of the goals of Avalanche and what ends up happening, right? Like, the game opens up and you're doing what any ordinary person would consider, like, an absolutely insane, like, radical kind of mission, right? Like, yeah. oh, we're just going to hijack a train and go destroy a power plant. Yeah. And... In hindsight, that's like the simplest, tiniest thing you do in the entire game, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we because you God. keep discovering <laughs> you keep discovering how deep the hole goes and the implications and how how broken this the whole like system is. And it's really moving how Avalanche just constantly is like, fuck it, we'll take that down too. Like and just they expand their mission, right? And they yeah, just right. keep going. Yeah. Like, oh, a, a, a living god killed the president of the evil corporation. Well we'll just have to take him down next. <laughs> well there is like a like I, I think that out of I mean I'm trying to think of out of all the Final Fantasy games, this one probably has one of the darker tones to it. Yeah. But 
I guess it's just, even at like the worst points, there's like kind of a a triumph of the uh, like the passion of people to do right by yeah. others. I guess. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I, I keep thinking about the the line. Um, there's no getting off this train we're on. Oh yeah, yeah that is a good the theme I for mean, the game. Yeah. I think about it just the because beginning, the game starts yeah, with them getting off a train. They do get off the train. They've gotten off several trains because because the, it, the the first iteration of that line is I think it's Cloud who says like you know it's just like these tracks or it's just like this train yeah. that only goes where the tracks lead. Yeah, and mm-hmm. by the end of the game that sentiment has been completely reversed, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's that, like, we can't move from our, you know, this direction that we've decided to go. It's just, I mean, it, you know, it, it doesn't come off as, like, beautiful when I'm saying it this way, but it's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like that's the heart of the whole game. Yeah. Like, moving from a place where you feel like you're being pulled along to where you get to be the, the conductor of the train almost, you know? Yeah, right, yeah right, I right. mean, and that, that tracks perfectly with what we were talking about last week with Sephiroth and Cloud, how, like, the entire game, they kind of do that thing, like, where you, you're like, oh, like, we were talked about it before, where it's like, Hojo's like, hey, do you ever feel like you were being pulled or called somewhere? And Cloud's like, oh, I don't give a shit about that. I'm just, I'm just oh, in yeah. this to get Sephiroth. Yeah. And it's like explicitly him being like, yeah, I'm being pulled to Sephiroth for this reason. Like he has not really full agency over himself, even though he thinks he yeah. does. But by the end of it, he surpasses that. And- yeah. And I guess that does make sense for each of like the individual characters' stories as well. Like they're like, I guess a way you could say is that they're all railroaded into a lifestyle that may not necessarily be their choice, right? Yeah. The well, it's like an interesting meditation on choice in the first place, right? Like, what really is the difference between Cloud being pulled towards Sephiroth and Cloud deciding that he needs to settle things with Sephiroth? Yeah, like, right. functionally, there's no difference, and so it's really more of just a matter of perspective, almost. Yeah, and and yeah, especially too because like we're still kind of unclear. Like, it's kind of explicit, I guess, with it being Sephiroth is in control of it and, like, controlling him through a yeah. lot of it. But it's still kind of a little unclear of, like, how much of it was, like, choice. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess not really. I mean, I guess it was. Like, Cloud didn't... It's, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm just trying to, like, grasp with, like... Cloud almost felt like it was inevitable because of so much, like, manipulation that was going on with his mind. Right, right. It, not even just in terms of, like, Sephiroth or Genova or whatever actually pulling the strings yeah but more so of just like being told like oh no you are a failed sephiroth clone you have no choice and like he's so beaten down at that point that it's just like well this is the only thing i can do so that actually uh to me that makes me think of the other thing that i was thinking about in large uh themes about this game is identity yeah and how that plays into like like we're talking about like choices that people make right and like how they're able to choose or not choose what they're doing and i think that that's a a big part of that is like you were saying like where uh, they tell cloud like oh you're just a sephiroth clone that's who you are that's yeah. what you are and that like once cloud finds out the thing he wants to know is what his number is like he like begs ojo he's like please give me an identity because right now i have nothing i have yeah. nothing to base any of this stuff on and i think like there's a there's a shift as we go from the beginning to the end of the game of people being defined by their environments to people being defined by the choices that they've made yeah you know what i mean yeah so i think that's another interesting like kind of uh, theme that they play on in the game yeah absolutely yeah that's that's why I keep coming back to that metaphor where they say there's no getting off this train we're on because it's all about perspective. They're still riding the same railroad, but you know, they're like, they, they feel completely the opposite about it now. Yeah. Right. I don't know. That's that image sticks with me so much. 
That there really is the, I, another thing I like about this game is there's really good interplay off the different characters and how like <laughs> their own personal issues either seem severe or even miniature compared to other ones. Yeah, like Barrett yeah. and fucking uh, Reeve are always arguing with each other and shit like that, and even Barrett and like Cloud, you know, yeah. they're always talking about like, oh, well, your shit ain't that bad or whatever, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, it's really interesting how they like they kind of like are all they're all very abrasive characters, but they all together end up making each other better people. Hell yeah. Well, when I was trying to write down like some of the ideas and the themes that stick out to me in this game, like I kept coming back to this idea of like inventing the past. And I feel like all these characters, I mean, we do the same thing, but they all like have created this story about who they were and what happened to them that led them to this point to the point that they literally tell the story to the other players, the other characters in this, you know, in this adventure. Yeah. And then you go and investigate what actually happened. And it's always different than the story they get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, what a game. What a goddamn game. What a game. There will there can never be another one. It's in, well, I mean, I guess there is going to be one in March, but... <laughs> in, in April. Uh, yeah, in April. April. That's it right. Was, that's right. There will never be another Final Fantasy VII. Oh, there <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah, oh, wait, there it is. Yeah, but, like, I don't know, man. It's just... Uh, goodness. Final Fantasy VII two. No, no. No. Well, I guess there are. There's, like, fucking a ton of them. A ton of twos. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what a game, though. I just, uh, like... And I, you know, being the early thirties or something that I am right now, I was able to come to this game at such like an age and a point in my life where like it was able to make like a difference in the things that I cared about. You know what I mean? Like in like the way I interact with media and things is very much defined by this game. Yeah. And so like, it's it's just it's huge. And I and I wonder if people who are either like older or younger than me would be able to come to the game in the same way. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is like dependent on when in your life you came to it. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of it too is it's like certain, I feel like people who are a little older who kind of say that like six is their favorite. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times they're like, Oh yeah, seven's not that good. Seven's overrated because people say overrated with seven a lot, but I think it might be because it's so huge yeah and just like so well known and it's like when people say like what's your favorite game it's like such an obvious choice yeah it's like that or rock arena of time yeah which was also around the same time i was gonna say the same thing like at the at the risk of mentioning zelda twice in one final fantasy podcast (laughs) you know it's the same exact response like people are diehard for a link to the past and they talk about how ocarina is so overrated just because everyone was seven when they played yeah yeah that's a good point but yeah, I, I, my personal opinion is that this game does hold up, though, under the scrutiny. Yeah, but. I agree. I, <laughs> my point is that they're fucking wrong. Yeah, this my is point is that game. it's good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a... Well, I mean, you have a good uh, control here, like, because of Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Final Fantasy VII is overrated? or I mean, you haven't played any other Final Fantasies, so... No. I guess. It's very good. <laughs> I can't I wait mean, for you I, to I, play I, FF1 and be like, oh, this is so much better. I mean, again, like, yeah, yeah, we're saying I think the limitations of, like, the first, I mean, being kind of, like, the first one they can kind of play with, like, 3D and, like, more uh, expressive sprites, I guess, is kind of what this would be yeah. compared to like, whatever the ones before it. Um, kind of definitely made it very creative and, like, able to, I don't know, somehow this game and plot just, like, goes so far and so deep with... Um, without just keep going straight forward in line like you're able to go back and kind of revisit things yeah. we've already done and constantly kind of re i mean i think that happened some of my favorite games i think were like 
I think of those stupid collectathons on like <laughs> of like Manage Kazooie or whatever, where yeah. like it just, every single the farther you get in the game, the the air places you've been suddenly have a new context, a new yeah, reason right. to go back and like totally. kind of yeah. get a new view on them, and whether that's literally or like a more on a story level. Yeah. You can now reach the, the roof of Peach's castle in Mario's. <laughs> <laughs> and then Yoshi's there and he tells you that actually Luigi is Mario's son. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think some of the best um the some of the best games are they're so good because they're able to tie together the the story, um, the narrative and the, the mechanics. You know, like I, t- I think about Dark Souls a lot in the sense that like the story is about cycles and being able to uh, curse to repeat things, but the game itself is incredibly repetitive, and that's it reinforces those themes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like what you're describing, I totally see that in Final Fantasy. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a story about revisiting the past, and in the game, you literally revisit the same places and like learn more about them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what a game. Yeah. Like literally, I, what else can we say though? I know. Like, yeah. At this point, yeah. I think that's the episode title. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I think what a game? <laughs> <laughs> no. Money down. <laughs> uh, well. Damn. Well, I mean, first episode should have been called "What a Game." Yeah. <laughs> Final episode. What a game. Yeah. If only we had the foresight of this, <laughs> th- what, that this game had. <laughs> yeah. While creating itself. I mean, that's that's about all I have to say. I think. Yeah. We we, so we that's it, and like we can't talk about it in the next ones. You're not allowed <laughs> to talk about it. Anymore. Yeah, we've talked yeah. about it enough. Yeah. <laughs> In our next seasons, I guess we we have to refuse to talk about this. <laughs> well, I guess so. Uh, we will never speak about this season again. <laughs> but I guess we, should we have say, to make a um, blood pact right now. Let us never discuss what's yeah. happened here. But uh, I guess we should say we've mentioned it a little bit. But I guess this can count as. So our, what are we doing next week, Curtis? Yeah, like, this is going to be our official declaration right here. So we are taking a month off. Uh, we're going to be not releasing episodes uh, every F and F except February. Yeah, no rest. every F and F but February. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're taking a month off. Um, Alex is going on tour. Yeah, going on hell tour. yeah. Oh shit. Maybe um, have a new job. We'll find out. Hell um, yeah. Find out next time. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so calling it right here. He's got a new job. Okay. So right can't now, can't wait to be. Can't wait to be wrong. Right now, uh, we are at the like point where we're about to go Super Saiyan, Frieza is ready to, like, Namek's about to explode, and then the next episode that you have is just going to be starting over again in season one. Because Toonami <laughs> has next episode you have new is episode. just your oh, best yeah. friend is killed. Yeah. <laughs> You're so but, uh, excited. You're like, Goku's about to go Super Saiyan. I can't fucking wait. And yeah. then it's just like, you see, like, Master Roshi's house and, like, Raditz coming. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, oh, it's a time loop! <laughs> Give me a second. I'm just finding exact the date. So we will be back in March, the first fr- Friday of March. Um, don't forget daylight savings time is right after that. Don't forget, <laughs> don't forget leap year, you motherfuckers. Yeah. So March 6th, we'll be back. And uh, what will we be playing? We'll be playing Final Fantasy 1. One. The OG. The big one. The big one. Going back to uh, it. It's just called the Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy, the motion uh, picture, A New Hope. Yeah. So uh, the way we're they, planning on when the, they back then they called it uh, Final Fantasy Great, <laughs> the greatest Final the, Fantasy. The, the, the the great, great Fantasy. Yeah. Um, so, so the way we're planning on it right now, and I guess like we'll see when that first episode comes out. But we're kind of planning on having. Um, each of us play different versions because there's a lot of versions of Final Fantasy One. Some more broken <laughs> than the others, with the NES one being just almost a travesty of programming. But I mean, still like. 
fantastic enough to kickstart a series an, of games. An, an are, endless fucking yeah. series. I want to play the web browser version. Yeah. Well, there's the MSX version you can play. I learned about that. Yo, yes. I have an MSX. Yeah. Yeah, you can play the Final Fantasy one on I MSX. Need to get a, I need to get a uh, flash card for it, but holy yeah. shit. Is there yeah. a Sharp X68000 version? I don't think I, so. I don't think so, I because so. I feel like mm. we would know just because of the music. Yeah, but, right, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I need I need some <clears> Final Fantasy with some FM bass. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that'll be what we're doing next. Um, Oh, there's a someone, some absolute hero on YouTube in 2014 uploaded Final Fantasy V Clash on the Big Bridge, but a Sharp X68000 arrangement of it. <laughs> Holy oh shit! God. I gotta listen to that. Uh, does anyone else have a Wonder Swan color? <laughs> oh yeah, there's a Wonder Swan color version. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, if if you are playing planning on playing Final Fantasy One with us, may I recommend? either the PSP or Game Boy Advance versions, yeah. which are two different versions. Like, one of them has the original Magic system, and the other one switches over to MP, which is more of what the later games use. Um, so they're still different, but both of those, I think, are entirely playable. They're entirely fine. Oh, yeah. Um, you can also play it on your 3DS. Can you play it on 3DS? Supposedly. Oh. Um, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, that's totally slow. Um, hold a second. Uh, so Final while Fantasy he's looking Explorers. that up, you mentioned, you mentioned uh, YouTube music. Oh, sorry, it's in the virtual console. That's what I should say. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, makes oh, more nice. Sense. If you want to play the OG version. There you go. I think it's probably what I'm going to do is play the OG one, because I recently beat it on PSP. Um, I'm going to be playing the one that's on the PSN uh, on my Vita. Yeah, that's the one. that uh, The first time I beat it, I beat that one. Hell yeah. yeah that's, that's what I'm going to do. I will be playing the Game Boy Advance version. All right, yeah. Because it looks really pretty. It is really good looking, yeah. I'm actually thinking about playing the Game Boy Advance one and the NES one at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I got a month. Um, I can yeah, also yeah. just send you my mm. save after. Curtis, you have to speedrun both of them, one with your left hand and one with your right hand. <laughs> <laughs> Real Poexel hours. Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. God, I would love to have him on the podcast sometime. Anyway, um, so... I would like to give a giant thank you to everybody who's listened to the podcast. You're welcome. It means the entire world. Except, yeah, yeah, except Corey. <laughs> yeah, enemy of the pod. Um, oh, and, and I yeah, we prefer when a, the audience listens and doesn't speak. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to all our past guests. Hell yeah, yeah which absolutely. In order, we talked about Ali. Um, Hell yeah. Corey, maybe he'll be on again. Um, I don't know what he's. I haven't up to. had the last heard the last of Corey. <laughs> um, Justin, Justin, and Adam from Night of the Round. Yep. Speaking of. Since we're done with seven, their new album is going to drop very soon. Yes, which is entirely Night of the Round Seven. seven. Yeah. Hell yeah! Um, uh, Tiny Ninja has been on. Yep. Fuck yeah. Um, Mike Shirley, Colin Donnelly. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, uh, Wimmer, we had them on. Yep. Uh, Remy, who will probably be back next season because he has some thoughts about Final Fantasy. Um, Cannot wait. Oh, Cannot wait. Hell yeah. And Corey again, I guess, because yeah. are. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I'll go ahead and just say this. Um, if if you're a listener, hit us up. Maybe, you know, like yeah, seriously, come talk. Come talk to us about Final Fantasy. Do you have we opinions, and it. you just won't shut the fuck up about them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear you. And um, one of our listeners asked if we think Sephiroth was using Genova or Genova yeah, using yeah. Sephiroth. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think it was a mutual thing. 
I kind of feel like it's <laughs> Look, a, all uh, I got to say is there's no getting off this train we're on, boys. Nah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think I think in terms of that, uh, personally, I think kind of Genova was the one orchestrating everything because Sephiroth was completely different before he found out about Genova. I, you know what? The I, seductive pull of Genova. I feel like it's the seductive pull of power in general. I don't, don't want to get too Jordan Peterson and blame it on the, the on, the, on the woman, on the chaotic woman or whatever. Like, that's <laughs> it not was the influence to... of, the sp- yeah. of the spatial Yannick forces that took over <laughs> cloud must be like the humble lobster <laughs> no no fuck that um but i i feel like that i i, I think yeah it's kind of like mutually exclusive or whatever yeah where, kinda, yeah that is a really good question though. it's like the ring kind of thing where like yeah. he wanted it but then it was kind of it like it, gave his life purpose in a different way yeah and then it's like how much i mean we were talking about it so much like just in terms of we can say the same thing that we've been saying about cloud and sephiroth where how much of it was like cloud just accepting his fate as a sephiroth clone versus like being yeah. actually literally controlled by sephiroth it could be the same thing with Genova and sephiroth yeah. and like that also kind of compounds mm. on itself where it's like yeah. it could all just be Genova. could be i feel like I feel like they form kind of a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, with each yeah, other. it's it's like Eddie yeah. Brock Venom for sure. Like probably, <laughs> <laughs> and with as a bisexual tale. <laughs> anyway, I mean, um, well, just before, Genova's like, Geno- <laughs> Genova witnesses. Since you did mention Jordan Peterson, the one thing that I think really deserves <laughs> to be said about this game is it is so waving the flag of just refusing to bow to like domineering totalizing forces in the world and just absolutely refusing to give up no matter what the fuck happens, you know, preferring to die than to let these motherfuckers, you know, do what they will with the planet. Yeah. That's actually a really good way. I feel like to kind of bring the entire series home as well. Like, because like, you know, we want to see all for a month and everything. And like, yeah. If there's one thing Final Fantasy VII can teach us all, it's that there's no getting off this train we're on. Yes. Right? Like, right. And like optimism in the face of like absolute, <laughs> like sure defeat almost. Like what seems like yeah. ultimate power insurmountable. structures. Insurmountable, yeah. yeah. Ultimate power structures and yeah. insurmountable just odds. Yeah, yeah. There, there is hope to be found. When you it, look right? behind the evil bad guy and find an even bigger evil bad guy behind him, then you just gotta yeah. get even bigger and badder. Yeah. yeah hell and also, I mean, yeah. like the avalanche is a crew of different races and different species and different genders. Yeah. Just a coalition and not falling into any kind of like, 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 uh, like what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like, uh, tokenism. No, not tokenism. Uh, Like, like, uh, I was thinking about it when we were talking about like the, like the gender roles sort of thing, not falling into Mm. any specific roles, like very much just kind of being like their own people, their own people and coming Mm. together despite their differences and just like rising up. Yeah. It's so relevant that even in Avalanche, even within the group, they're constantly bickering and disagreeing over things and struggling for who's going to be the leader of the group and whatever. So much for the unified blood. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much infighting in Avalanche. (laughs) Guys, we have to be, (laughs) we have to. Be unified, okay? Yeah, we we're not gonna defeat Sephiroth unless we have unity. You can't cancel someone just because they've stolen all of your material. <laughs> but you can cancel someone if they steal one of your material, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. I stand by canceling Ketchy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if anyone is a huge fan of the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack, um, obviously Knights of the Round, but. Uh, there is a YouTuber who I feel like doesn't get enough recognition. His name's Andrew Kane. 
and he has been slowly doing a full cover of every single song in the entire Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. Um, I think he's like about two thirds of the way through, but if you search like A Kane, A K A N E, you'll have to parse through some search results because like there's tons of Japanese people called Akane, but you'll find it if you just search like Akane Tendo, shout outs. Yeah, if you just search like FF7, you know, guitar cover, A-K-A-N-E, whatever, his stuff is so good, and it's really fun to watch as like his playing and production get better and better, because he's been doing this for years. time goes on. Yeah. Yeah, so I highly recommend, you know, you can fill the gap of this February by just filling your life with more beautiful, beautiful Weimatsu Nobuo music. Hell yeah. Actually, a thing I wanted to bring up is that another great way to fill the time Hell yeah. in between now and our next episode coming out in March is go listen to the Those Who Fight podcast Fuck if you want yeah. some more Hell podcasting yeah. about Final Fantasy 7. Yeah, they they really bring a lot to like just this discussion in ways that like we can't. Like we were talking about it earlier. I don't know if it's something that's going to like make it into the episode or not, but we we come at it more from like just you know, I like the fans way, and like fans I, of no, the no, no, music. No. I like the way you specifically said it earlier when we were talking about it. When you said that they're really good at themes, they're really good at knowing like who made it, and we're really good at saying, "But what if Cloud farted in the live stream?" Yeah, <laughs> like, what if you measure the dirtbag left of the FF7 podcast? <laughs> yeah, we, seriously, we seriously are. Yeah, yo, it's just that uh, you know East Coast attitude. <laughs> yeah. <we got>. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why, why Sephiroth smell like doo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> why Sephiroth shit out his doo doo? <laughs> but, but no, like, like I was listening to one of their uh, recent episodes, and Aaron was talking about like just the the religious implications of a lot of the stuff that like yeah. we were also Which kind we of talking about, oh, yeah, like with the serif, the the seraphim yeah, yeah. and all of that. But like, just bringing so much more context to it, and like more knowledge, and just like understanding of it all, and and talking about it very eloquently, and like I'm like, god damn, like I wish I knew about all of that stuff. I know, and, like, I know. Just there, like, praxis. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely listen to the uh, that podcast if you haven't already. It's a yeah, lot. They're fantastic. It's, their episodes are they're a lot also more palatable. The best and, people. Yeah, they seriously are. Like, so good. Yeah, they're they're constantly giving us shout outs. So I know. I'm well, they said they're to... coming for. It. Alan said they're coming for us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready. We're ready. I hope that means coming on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> God, me too. Gotta yeah. always be coming. Yeah, ABC, <laughs> ABC. always be coming. <laughs> <laughs> Why Sephiroth shit out his? <laughs> That's the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a five star review. Yeah, and tell, tell us why like... Sephiroth shit out his doo doo ass. <laughs> oh man, is there anything else y'all want to say? No, I think that's I think that's about it. Is that uh, Final Fantasy Seven? Yeah. That's Final Fantasy Seven. This really has been Final Fantasy Seven. I know. I cannot believe it. It was like almost a year ago we were talking about doing a podcast about it, and now we're actually yeah finishing it up. I cannot believe that. I, I I'm like a little bit like teary eyed. I was I was reflecting on it today and just kind of thinking of like when this all started and this fucking whirlwind that we just all kind of collectively jumped in together. Where yeah. I I remember it was around E3 that we were uh, talking about this because I remember watching seeing the trailer for the remake and getting really excited and really choked up and being like oh that's really cool and then like just kind of sitting there not really paying attention because I didn't really care too much about most of E3 and then just hearing the intro music of Final Fantasy VIII and literally dropping my phone oh yeah and standing mm-hmm. up like my 
girlfriend was like, what Saluting. the fuck is he doing? Like, <laughs> like he, my girlfriend actually got a video of it because I'm standing there like with my hand over my mouth just seeing like Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII getting representation at the fucking biggest yeah, game. Yeah. And like literally like kind of crying a little <laughs> bit because I was so like, and it was just like Final Fantasy VIII coming to Switch and I was just like, holy shit. Fucking and then Carl like a couple- saluting the troops over here. Yo, I've, I've beaten it on Switch twice Hell since yeah. it's come out beginning to end. But um, I, mm. I just remember thinking like, oh my god, I really want to play Final Fantasy VII again before the remake comes out, but I never have the time. And yeah. I was like, I really need to play Final Fantasy VIII when it comes back on Switch. I it, My one friend, like shout outs to my buddy Sam, who has been hounding me for years like <laughs> to play 9 all the way through because I've only gotten to oh, disc 3 in that game. It's great. And I was just like, oh my god. like I was like, what would be a good way to like force myself to do this? I'm like, well, because because I have like mind poisoning in 2019 where everything has to be a side hustle and everything has to be oh, like, yeah, a right. project. I was like, a, a podcast would be a thing. And then I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do the legwork on that. And then like three days later, <laughs> Curtis just hit <laughs> oh, me. I'll make like, my friend Alex do it. No, 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 Curtis was like, yo, man, I'm thinking of doing a Final Fantasy podcast. Like, this is my idea. I feel like you might be interested in that. And I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> yes. So uh, thank yo. you. I want to thank you guys, like, specifically. Well, I was going to say big shout out to fucking Alex who's yeah. done all of the work literally. like literally all of the work Curtis <laughs> Curtis got the ball rolling I was like yes I have an excuse to do this that I can't back out of because other people depend on me actually doing this I was like fuck yeah and then like Alex, Alex built a full fucking studio in his house yeah. that we're sitting in right now for this podcast Alex like literally like was just kind of like I remember I was coming over to your place Curtis to, to record the first episode and you were like oh do you mind if like Alex is there too he's just gonna kind of help with like the production and stuff and so yeah. here's the behind the scene is that when you were trying to pitch it to me i was like oh no this is gonna be real cringy and i'm gonna hate it so <laughs> and you I, wanted, right. I wanted to put my foot in and like i'll, I'll help you set it up i'll keep it going yeah. and after the first episode i was like all right all right this is real i enjoyed the shit out of this oh, like, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome that's so exciting yeah that's so, good. I had, so and you just like kind of so i'm sorry i didn't have faith in you no, it's uh, fine. I wouldn't like, have well, I would put my money on n- no faith, one hundred percent. That was a solid bet. Yeah, I know. And now, um, I have a fucking job interview because of how yeah. of this fucking podcast. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah, it's so exciting. Hell yeah! Um, because of like hey, you have a job interview like sixty hours of talking about doo doo ass. <laughs> okay, and uh, Corey, I really appreciate you too. You've come and help. You come in any multiple times, not just as a guest, but as a reference. Yeah, yeah. I've hit you up in the uh, in the Slack that we have, uh, like early on, just being like, "Hey, here's some weird Japanese characters like that I want to talk about on the show, but I don't understand like what it could be." And you like came in with like the destroying god thing that it might say, <laughs> yeah. and, like the graveyard of the slums or whatever. And I was like, yeah. "Yo, that's fucking cool." Yeah, so, it's yeah. all about mutual aid, baby. Plus, yeah. uh, I'm very appreciative that I was able to be brought out onto the show to talk about trains one last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, They're we got to get you on for Final Fantasy VIII because there's a lot of trains in there. Oh my god, and Selfie loves trains. your waifu who loves trains. <laughs> there's like only yeah. one other thing I know about Final Fantasy and is the suplexing a train. Oh yeah. god, I can't wait, we'll get there. Uh, Corey's like, fuck that part. <laughs> no, it's great, it's so good. <laughs> That's against code. Yeah, yeah right, right, yeah. Uh, All right, fellas, is it Praxis to suplex a train? <laughs> <laughs> is that it? I think that might be it. Thank you to Nobuo Wamatsu. Uh, Nobuo Wamatsu. Yes, no the, the other people who made the game, fuck y'all. We'll get to you. <laughs> this year, <laughs> Sakaguchi this gang. Yeah, Sakaguchi, Sakaguchi gang. gang. Uh, <laughs> uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Um, we miss those. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's nice knowing that people who aren't don't know us listen. We love yeah. engagement. Yeah, seriously. Mm.
We do love engagement. Oh, we love engagement. Not this for is the not only for podcast the by influencers for influencers. No, I just I like talking to people about it. I love it when people like hit us up about it and we can talk to them. I feel like we're pretty good at like replying to messages. Yeah. And, and yeah. Joking I mean, it up. Carl is a professional so. reply guy. Mm. So. I am a professional <laughs> reply guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the meantime, over the next month, uh, hit us up on every FNFF yeah. on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Um, TikTok, Vampire Freaks, MySpace, <laughs> Link, LinkedIn. Um, yeah, hit us up on LinkedIn. Uh, what's the new? What's the new one? Bite the Vine Two, basically. Vine Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok. Hit him up on yeah, We stay away from TikTok. <laughs> that we is a bridge keep, too that, far. That's a Zoomer. That's, that's the a Zoomer bridge line. too this far. This goes like yeah. Zoomer Instagram. You got to get on that. Shit. We would be on there and instantly get our ass kicked <laughs> by all the cool teens who are like, "You fucking old ass idiots." That's right. All right. So. All right. Everybody, take it easy. We'll see you in March. And uh, don't forget, no getting off this train we're on. And why Sephiroth shit out his duty ass? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, everyone.